Welcome to the All About TRH podcast, aka All About the Real Housewives, aka All About the Truth. Part two reunion of the Real Housewives of New Jersey is here, and we recap our thoughts on all the drama that went on, plus reveal the real reason Frank Catania is upset with Louis Ruelas and more. Hi, Chantal. Hey, Roxanne. How are you? I'm great. I feel like we haven't done an episode in a while. I know we haven't. No, we haven't. It's been like almost a week. It's because with New Jersey, then Vanderpump Rules, and then Summer House, it's like a day apart. So then I'm like, oh, we haven't done one. I know. Okay. How was your weekend? It was good. How was yours? So it was my first day of my girls' summer camp yesterday, and I literally bawled. And then, no, really? <laughs> I don't know why. Isn't that weird? Yeah, because they're in school. Chantal acts like she's never going to have any emotion. By the way, you guys, she said. I like, hope I do. I really hope I do <sighs> because that means like my um childhood trauma is not coming up to me but (laughs) if I don't that means yeah she sent me something on Instagram because she makes (laughs) because remember she makes fun of me for keeping my kids like crafts and I don't even know what she sent but it was like this 49 year old apparently who their mom gives them all their stuff and they're like what do you want me to do with this now yeah it was like mom calling hey come pick up your report card from first grade I don't want it anymore (laughs) Yeah. I was like, no, I, it's still special. Um, but I, yeah, I balled with my husband all Sunday night. I had a meltdown Monday. Keep in mind, like Chantel just said, my kids have gone to daycare because I work eight to five. My oldest went to preschool this year, but seeing like the oldest two, they're in like a Montessori summer camp while my youngest is now alone because my middle child was with him in daycare. I don't know why I could not handle it. Oh, I would cry for Jack. That's sad. I know. It's so freaking sad. But I, you know, obviously trust where he's at and everything. But, oh, my gosh. It's just really, really sad. So I've been an emotional wreck. And then we also did, um, Chantal and I did a YouTube video uh, with our Yeah, we did it. Yeah, and you guys were so supportive and so nice to us because we were so uncomfortable to show our faces because we never really do. So I I think it was not that, like. I think you were way more uncomfortable than I was, but <laughs> yeah, I don't like that stuff. I just don't. And, um, that's probably why we do this on audio. And I know like maybe one day we'll change it, but I'm just like, not com- I don't know. It's so weird. So Chantel was like way more talkative in it than I was. And she was laughing and ever Chantel does this thing where she laughs like every five seconds yeah, uh, I needed, that needs that was a little cringe. <laughs> yeah, but I, I mean, I would have rather like laugh than just have a straight face the entire time, you know. So, but we went to support our friend's new studio, and we did like a YouTube video for his YouTube. Um, so yeah, we shared a little bit of that. So that's something it's else on, I did. Yeah, it's on our it's on our Instagram page. If you guys haven't seen it, yeah. Um, but people people kept saying like I love seeing your guys' mannerisms, which like I was funny to kind of think about that people don't really see like our lips moving or anything like you know you talk with your hands a lot like people don't see that because we're in audio, so it was it is funny that people got to see. Yeah, that. I didn't realize that I talk with my hands a lot either. Yeah, it's interesting yeah. to see that, and uh, I I mean I do feel like w- one day our next step is to do that, but right now our life is like everywhere that it's it's a lot to do something like that. Yeah. So we'll see. 
But, oh, is there anything else you wanted to say, Chantel? Yeah, um, we're going to, so we've told you guys we're on YouTube now, and we want our YouTube to get a little love, so we're going to do a YouTube giveaway. Um, all the rules will be on this next episode, so this is about the episode two of the reunion, so go to our YouTube channel, it's just at All About TRH Podcast, and I think we're going to do a $50 Amazon gift card, so we'll pick a winner. I think we're going to just say all you have to do is subscribe and like the video, and we'll pick the winner on our on episode three reunion, so next week. So you have yeah. one week to go and do that, so please go follow us. And just show us that you did that, even though we will see, but like just show us and message us and let us know that you did. Yeah, we can. That'll be fun. But they might not be on Instagram, so just... But it'll be on YouTube, though. So, yeah, we get notifications and someone yeah. subscribes anyways. Yeah, that'd be very, very cool. So, we are excited about that. Um, now, you guys, just so you know, ratings for the reunion part one was pretty good. And that's a pretty bad thing as well. Because that means no matter if you're Team Teresa or Team Melissa, your team family drama, which we all are guilty of, which means Melissa and Teresa, they're both not walking away. Bravo will most likely bring them back. So my prediction after seeing the ratings is that everyone will return for season 14 and that will be the final season for a few of the housewives. So they got to milk this season. I believe Andy and producers want to see what happens after the reunion with the families. And it's still, if you know, it's still going to end up toxic and all that. But guess what? We all say we're tired of it. I'm tired of it. But clearly, based on the ratings, people watch. And that's how Bravo looks at it. So ratings don't lie. Ratings were good. Sad day for us. Again, we can confirm 100% that contracts have not been sent out. But Bravo will choose ratings over viewers' opinions because people are clearly still watching. Yeah, that's where the money is. Yeah. So And no one's walking away. Like in Beverly Hills, you know, we Kathy Hilton. And Kyle were fighting. Well, Kathy walked away. You know, was would Kyle walk away? No, Kyle would not walk away. So if it wasn't for Kathy, you know, not walking away, Bravo wasn't going to fire her. So, uh, yeah, it sucks. But, I mean, people are tuning in. And it after, really sucks. After this episode, after watching this episode, I really don't, I don't know what's going to happen. It, it was, they are the worst it's ever been. So mm -hmm. it's really scary. Yeah. I mean, we start the reunion with Andy being all like, wait, wait, wait. I want to oh, talk okay. about, yeah, I want to talk about how, like, didn't you feel so old um, knowing that Melania and Antonio are at prom together? Oh, yeah. Like, Roxanne, we were, like, Melania was two years old saying fabulous when we were watching, and now she's at prom. You know our kids now say that. Yeah, we, they, we make them. <laughs> we've we've taught our kids to say, well, I mean, and then Chantel's niece, but we've taught them to say fabulous, and they all, like, get into it. It's not like they've ever seen Melania do it, but they're into it. Uh, but, yeah, I thought that was, so what it was was that was actually Gabriella's prom, and Melania came and um, Antonio was there. And yeah, like, you know how most, some schools, like the, the like seniors and juniors come to prom. Yeah. So I figured that Antonio was going to be there. And I figured this is probably going to be like a Joe Judice, Joe Gorga situation where Antonio takes a picture. Oh. And that's exactly what happened. Is that and, and and that's fine. Like your cousins, like you finally see each other after not talking for one year. They sent like a few snaps in between to each other, but 
she does, you know, Antonia does take a picture. She puts it up on our social media. And again, it, like, it's super innocent, right? And, you know, a lot of other, like, let's say fan accounts reposted it, which had Antonia reposting it. And, you know, there's like fan accounts that Melissa friends run, according to Frank Catania. And they posted the photo and under it, Lisa Simpson, she involves herself, which is Melissa's uh, really sister. cringe, scary looking sister who involves herself and says, that's my Antonia. Like she's the bigger girl. And I'm like, there's another person in this photo. And I'm and confused. why are you involving yourself? Imagine yeah, I thought aunt's doing that. Oh my God. I really cannot. No. Isn't it the, like most cringe thing ever they just can't help themselves can't they like i just they just never just like let things just go yeah it is it's it's very very bad and melania never reposted it chantelle oh mm-hmm. so i mean here's my thing i will believe that that was real if they actually hang out after that photo that's true but if they don't I just, you know, I, I don't know. I don't think that, you know, that was also for clout. So hopefully they do get together. But, yeah, Melania did not repost it. And, uh, you know, I do think Melania was, like, a little bit more hurt with, you know, Antonio because Antonio was the one who wasn't talking to them. Last I heard, Melania was like, you have your license. Come pick me up. Let's hang out. Antonio never did that. So, that's last I heard. And then when you have people like Lisa Simpson, like your aunt in your ear like that, you know, saying like, oh, yeah, there's my dad. And, you know, Melissa's sister. It's like, I thought mom. your kids don't get involved. I, I thought know. your kids don't know anything that's happening. I thought they exactly. don't talk. So what is she being a bigger person for? Right. Melissa's sisters and moms and aunt continues to, like, throw shade. If they Who is this aunt? Shade, Who is I know. this aunt? Oh, this aunt? Oh, well, I mean, so Melissa's aunt slash godmother throws so much shade to Teresa. She talks about her appearance. Keep in mind, like, she's not someone who should ever be talking about anyone. She talks about her appearance. She talks about everything about Teresa. And it's like, no wonder Melissa's sisters are like that. Like, that's what they see. That's how their aunt is. So, of course, they're like that. So, um, yeah, they all talk about Teresa publicly. So the fact that Melissa tries to act like her kids don't know anything when every single one of her cousins her aunts her nieces all of them talk about Teresa publicly clearly her kids do know all of that so sad yeah so we start the reunion with Andy looking at Teresa and he's like you don't think your family would really hang out with people who had something to do with you going to prison um Andy I don't know about you Chantal but I was so confused with Andy even asking this because the history like when and and Chantal I don't know if you noticed but when Andy asked it if you paid attention to Melissa she was smirking through Andy asking Teresa this question when I when I was watching Melissa through this part I could tell especially because no we've been watching her for so many years she was nervous and she was lying like she was so you could tell like she like Throughout the whole conversation, like five minutes in, she just was, you could tell she was so nervous. 
Yeah. And Melissa and her husband, Princess Gorga, literally had Joe Judice's ex-partner's wife at their housewarming party during filming of Jersey. And guess where they apparently met her? They met her at Kim D's fashion show. And when they met her, Monica Chacon, however you say her last name, she introduced herself and she said, we're suing your brother-in-law. So it's like, okay, let me have this person at my home then. So I don't know why Andy is acting like this would be shocking. Teresa makes it clear that Melissa and Princess Gorga aren't responsible for them going to jail, but they were responsible for hanging out with people who put them in jail. And Andy acts smart and says, well, you were also married to the person who was responsible for you going to jail as well. And it's like, yeah, that's valid. And that's why they're divorced. Yeah. And you guys were so happy that they were going to jail because they, there is even a flashback of you saying like, he's good. He, they're, they belong where they should be. Or like, you know, no, Melissa looks at, yeah. No, yeah. I know what scene you're talking about. That's actually gone viral on TikTok. Yeah. And Melissa looks at, there was a TikTok account. Her name is Shannon. And she always posts like the most epic, um, throwbacks. And she looks at Joe Judice and she, or I'm sorry, Joe Judice, God, she looks at princess and she says, it's okay. They, they have what's coming to them. You know, they're going to like basically see their day. And it's like, Oh, okay. I don't think that Melissa and Joe were hanging out with them. I think that they were consistently talking to them. Yeah, I agree. And, and it, like, I guess we can talk about it a little bit more, but then it even does bring up the fact that we already talked about this, but when Caroline was saying she was actually there when someone called the FBI, which is just so shady of Caroline to even be in that situation. But it's like, who is she talking about? You know, like who, who actually made that phone call? So it had to be someone in the circle. Caroline wants YouTube clicks though. I like know. she knows saying something so wild like that is going to get her headlines. And that's exactly what happened. The only way that Caroline really does get headlines. And now if she was on the show, it's a different story. She's not on the show is through Teresa. She's promoting this like YouTube thing. So yeah, I mean, I know that she like feels like she went through something pretty traumatic at ultimate girls trip. So it's like for her to be so out there anyways, it just makes no sense to me, but whatever. Teresa says that after the episode airs, Jacqueline is going to come out and say that Melissa did speak to people who helped put her in jail. And as soon as Teresa says this, if you look at Melissa, I, I want you guys to like rewatch because you just need to look at Melissa's like demeanor, what she does throughout the all. Like she was like, I'm going to come and I'm going to like set some shit up. Like she thought she was going to do something this episode. Well, so she, she says, Oh, that's credible. Quickly grabs her phone. And then that's Margaret's cue. And Margaret sees Melissa grab her phone. And Margaret says, you should see what Jacqueline Larita texted Jackie. It was so obvious that so yeah. much of this reunion was so planned. Oh my god! So planned, especially on that side, because yeah. it's like they constantly had each other's back. Yeah. Um, through every single, you know, scene that they knew that was gonna get brought mm -hmm. up, it's like they rehearsed like the whole season of like, okay, if they say this, so like, what should we say about this scene? What should we say right. about this? Exactly. It's like everything, and then it's mm -hmm. like let's let's deflect and you know keep talking about the FBI so that we don't look stupid. It was just yeah. It was so rehearsed. Melissa reads a crop text message from Jacqueline Larita. We don't see any text from Jackie and Jacqueline. Um, now, uh, like not any text from Jack Jackie, but just from Jacqueline. And we already revealed that this was going to come out on our reunion spoilers part three podcast episode. Um, some people were questioning like, oh, who knows if these texts are real? You guys, these texts are 100% real. And Jacqueline did say this. 
But Jacqueline only said it after Jackie reached out to Jacqueline in confidence to vent about Teresa. And at the time, Jacqueline and Teresa were not in a good place. So I don't think it's a big deal that Jacqueline was talking trash. And again, Melissa, if you're going to pull out text messages, please show us all the text. And Jackie's so desperate to be in Melissa's good grace, maybe to get herself another season, that she had Melissa read this and didn't even present it herself. Like, if it's going to come from my phone, like, I'm actually going to present it. Especially because I was so sad about being demoted this season and I want to, you know, secure a spot. Like, at least let me read it. 100%. It's like, if this is you talking, you say yeah. it. And then as Melissa's reading the text, you can tell she's read out loud. She's already read this to herself, like, multiple times. <laughs> Teresa, yeah, like, she's, like, she's so excited to, like, read I'm telling this. you. I'm so, like, so it really is. It really mm -hmm. shows so it was so rehearsed. Yeah. But no, the part that like it's like she was so excited to read out loud was the parts of like Jacqueline talking shit about Teresa's looks, which yeah. was just so like petty, mm -hmm. but go. Mm -hmm. Um, and well, so during it, Teresa says, Oh, Jacqueline's gonna come after you, Melissa. And Dolores says, sleep with one eye open. And Dolores says, This is bad for you, Melissa. Cause Jacqueline don't give a flying F. Okay. When you're on Jacqueline's bad side, be scared. That's all I have to say. Like, be scared. <laughs> because she is someone who, like, I like I, I like Jacqueline, but when she's a mad, she cannot control herself. And she unleashes everything. So, and she's, like, admitted to doing this. And she was there. Like, it's not like she's this this random character. She's been there for so many years. Yeah. Um, so, like, it's like she definitely has things on these people. We try to get her on the podcast and, uh, you know, she said that she might, but then, you know, she is like in the middle of moving. So it's like the worst time where she's moving everything from Vegas to Orange County right now. So we'll see. Hopefully we can get something. We will keep you guys updated. Bravo. I still think, I still oh, think Teresa should like, you know, if Jacqueline can, obviously they were in a bad place, but if Jacqueline can say those things about you, it's like, you just keep, keep her at like arm's length kind of thing. I don't know. I don't think so. I, I really don't. I, I don't think so because, I mean, that's Jacqueline. And just so you guys know, Teresa literally does not give one flying ass. Like, she does not care. Like, she says, you know, yeah, that's when we weren't in a good place. Whatever. She had to say what she had to say. That's fine. Um, but she does not care. I mean, Teresa's dealing with a bunch of other stuff. Like, she does not care about that. So she is, has no resentment towards Jacqueline. They've talked multiple times since that sneak peek came out. Uh, but again, you know, I do feel like Teresa didn't know what was happening a lot of the time throughout the reunion. I feel like she was zoned out. So I don't even think she heard any of that text. So it would be her watching it. Bravo lover one, two, three, four says her husband had lipo and we know he had a cosmetic surgery on his mouth and I think his chin and it's all too much. It's very scary, you guys. Like I know, I know people we like, we like fake and say the season two glow up, but why is, why are you guys going so doing everything before you even saw yourselves probably like it's right. just, it and, just and they it's did. a lot they did it yeah they did it like after they filmed and it's too much like especially as a man doing it on a real housewives show featuring your wife well like, that makes me it just makes me sad it's like you guys like you guys are not like horrible looking it's fine you got on the show do these little tweaks here and there but well, you guys are going in season drastic two. no i believe in season two glow up i feel like you know if we went on like we'd be like oh my gosh this looks bad this whatever and that's why we would never go on tv because we don't feel like doing any of that stuff but for for the husband to do that is concerning yeah and it, it also makes you think damn these people really really 
like they're excited about this show and Dolores is like I love that it's like Dolores sit down I know it's like Dolores yeah yeah like she's literally a walking like commercial um, yeah Yeah. for Uh plastic surgery (laughs) I know and I mean but I am for like if it makes you feel better I just think again like he's not even on the show it's not his show it's weird it's very weird and it's very telling like just like Teresa says read between the lines like very telling but I do live for Jennifer Aiden calling Bravo Lover one two three four Bravo Lover one two three four. It was I mean, amazing. Yeah, I mean, we still get people till this day who are like, "Can you clarify who Bravo Lover one two three four is?" And we have to explain the story. But now the legend Jennifer Aiden has literally put it out in the world that Rachel Fuda is Bravo Lover one two three four. Jennifer says that she asked Bravo Lover and Bravo. And Bravo Lover 1234 has even said in interviews that she hadn't watched the show. And as you can see, she and her husband had been preparing for this moment. They've been changing their appearance. And as Jennifer was explaining to Andy the story of Bravo Lover 1234 and, you know, her fan account, Rachel, Bravo Lover, deflects by bringing up the fact that Jennifer went to her doctor to fix her nose job. And, like, where did that even come from? That's not what we're talking about. And Jennifer's so good with articulating herself. That's bullshit. I told you I had an appointment with your doctor before I even knew he was your doctor. And I canceled it because apparently Bravo Lover's doctor had reached out to Jennifer and said, I can fix your nose. But the ugliest moment about it all was Andy Cohen. I actually thought this was extremely disrespectful, even worse than kind of him yelling at Teresa, because I know Teresa doesn't take it personal. Bravo Lover1234 asked Andy if he can have Jennifer stop talking. And Andy responds, and he looks annoyed. He says, she'll run out of gas in a second. And it's like, if Bravo Lover 1234 is going to try and twist a story, Jennifer deserves to tell the truth and not allow Bravo Lover to make a fake narrative up like her best friend next to her does. Did you not think that was messed up of Andy? I, I didn't think it was that messed up. I, I did. You're going to kind of think I'm crazy because this episode, I really did think Andy, if I was Andy, I would have lost my shit because they were a lot. But... Jennifer wasn't because this is her first time like speaking. It's like let her have a moment and like she's actually really freaking funny. She's the one that made the whole episode. I swear this whole episode two was because of her. So it's like let her have a moment. Lied about something like she literally said, "Oh, you hate my nose, but you went to my nose doctor." And Jennifer was like, "No, dude, I literally told you that this doctor reached out to me and said they want to fix it, and then you said that's my nose doctor, and I never went through it. Went through with it. So why are you acting like I went after the fact?" And your nose is still ugly, so I don't know what the problem is. Yeah, literally. So, okay. They ask about the adoption process and talk about Jaden's birth mom speaking to some blogs, which she spoke to the Sun Media. And the Sun is a U.S. online edition of the Sun, which is Britain's largest newspaper. And if you've been following our podcast for a minute, you know that we actually interview the Sun reporter who covers Real Housewives legal stuff. So when Andy asks about Jaden's mom saying that, John Fuda refuses to allow Jaden to speak to his mom. Bravo Lover1234 says, unfortunately, one of my cast members can provide more information, which she deflects from what, you know, Andy had just asked and what her husband is doing. And Bravo Lover1234 says that the ex who is in a halfway house was contacted because of Louie. And then you see Melissa have this shocked face. Keep in mind, Melissa, Bravo Lover, one, two, three, four, Margaret, and their men got together with Frank Catania a few days before the reunion. And Margaret's husband posted about it on his Instagram. So, and then he later deleted it. So why is Melissa acting shocked with Bravo Lover's accusation? It's just another ex- example of them really trying to narrate the storyline. 
Yeah, it's like every single person on that side of the couch came back and kept saying FBI, Louie, FBI, yeah. Louie. It's F- like, okay, what? Yeah. Like, this has nothing to do with it right now. Like, let's talk about the re- let's talk about the season, right? Or talk or answer Andy's actual cut question. And poor exactly, Bra- and poor Bravo lover one two three four thinks she's that important that Teresa and Louie would go after nobodies. And back to us interviewing this U.S. Re- this the Sun reporter. If you listen back, she talks. Her to name us- is Teresa too. Oh yeah, Teresa. Yeah. So if <laughs> if you listen back, she talks to us about how she covers the Royal Housewives and all the legal stuff in New Jersey. She talked to us about how she included. You know, she covered Joe Judice's legal drama. Joe Gorga being sued multiple times, Margaret Joseph's being sued multiple times. And that means that someone like this who reports on all of it and covers it would absolutely contact the woman who is in a halfway house and ask for comment or even offer money for a story. Teresa literally looked genuinely confused. And then Bravo Lover 1234 says um, that the Sun Media, a huge media site, only found out um, where this woman was because apparently Louis tracked her down. Even though it's a reporter's job to do that, and they have done it with every one of the cast members' legal stuff, but no, they they needed Louie. You know, a, a huge a media site needed Louie Ruelas to help with this one. <laughs> it's so crazy. And then and then she's and you know what was so interesting? Bravo Lover says she was told by she was told this by someone who was very close to her. And again, why would someone very close to her know anything about Louie? Exactly. All this bad stuff about Louis is coming from one side of the couch to try to narrate that Louis is this bad guy because they have a problem with Teresa. We hear it from the same people, and Melissa is the one making sure that Louis gets this really bad edit. And it's funny because we have interviews with Melissa's ex-boyfriend, Melissa's ex-best friend, Melissa's maid of honor, Melissa's former manager, and they all say Melissa is a desperate liar. And here Melissa is now trying to destroy Louie's life and talk to Louie's exes, which Melissa has been in contact with, you know, that psycho ex-girlfriend. And when I say she's a psycho, I am referring to the fact that there's literally a restraining order from her ex, not Louie, saying he had to move because he was scared of her and how she would harass his family and friends. And this is the ex doing this same exact thing with Louie. And guess who engages with the psycho ex? Who? Melissa. Yeah, of um, course. Her sisters, Princess Gorga. Anyways, my Margaret, point is, all of them. Yeah, Margaret. My point is the same camp continues to try to ruin Louie's name. Yeah. Jo- yeah, go I, ahead. I was going to say, like, if, if I swear, if someone credible that's not from that side, not from anyone around them, comes right. out and says something, we will listen and we will be there to, to comment on it, you guys. Yeah. But I'm not going to comment when it's coming from the freaking left side of the couch. They literally rehearse this. I'm done. I'm over it. It's, it's rude. They go after someone. They can't go after Teresa because they know we'll come attack them. They're going to go after someone that new i'm done right i mean we won't attack them but they know that there are people who will call them out yeah and <laughs> dang i'm done um, and wait how did upset. how does dolores know bravo lover one two three four because she's like years ago you told me like when did when did that relationship form i don't know because first off they're not even in the same like bracket like they're not even in the same friend group so i don't know how that happened probably um i mean we we've seen dolores do fixer uppers so maybe they think that Bravo Lover 1234 wants to deflect from how bad the season was for her. So she says, you know, it totally makes sense that Louie did this because he said the FBI name on the season finale, knowing damn well that had nothing to do with her. 
it was funny how she said allegedly and like she's like again another reason how they practiced it or rehearsed it yeah and just crazy you would just like usually just say you wouldn't sit there and say allegedly right if louis has anything happening legally about anyone it's probably about his psycho ex who has video saved of him for years keeps releasing it to the media stalking his new family everyone around the new family just like the ex did with her other ex who filed a restraining order on her so that's who i think louis would you know do something legally with but i definitely don't think of all people it's bravo lover one two three four exactly Margaret tries to deflect from her arsenal BS. She starts talking about Louie and the FBI, and Teresa is like, look who's talking right now. And Melissa defends Margaret and is like, well, um, things just come to her, and you guys can't make this shit up. Melissa says, you know, Margaret doesn't hire people to hurt people, but what does it matter if she's talking to people who say terrible things about other people that will end up harming and hurting people? Exactly. Like, what's the difference there? There's no difference. And it's like, when Teresa was coming, like, trying to talk to Marge, why are you interrupting? Like, let them talk for once. Like, it's this is not about you two. And that's why, you guys, Teresa is absolutely not going to have anything to do with Melissa. I'm telling you exactly what I think is going to happen. So they're going to bring everyone back. And I guarantee the whole season, Melissa is just going to make it like, you know what? We decided we're going to try how can you, like, because they're so obsessed with fame, how can you even sit there and act like you're going to try after all that's happened, after how you're acting at this reunion? And if they do try, try, I really hope she ignores them, like, truly ignores them. Doesn't Don't show, don't, like, she says yes. I hope she doesn't show up to any of the planned events. She literally isolates her. And then guess what? You're no, off the next so season. That, so that's that can't happen because if Teresa doesn't show up, then she's not doing her job. Like, I feel like that's when Nini and them started doing things and um, Portia stopped coming to stuff. And, you know, when people start doing that, that does no good. I think that Teresa will still go to those things, but she won't talk to Melissa. But it's going to be annoying because it's going to be like Margaret, who's going to be like, well, I thought you were like wanting to, you know, be at a better place and move forward. Why does she want to move forward with Melissa? And then to some of the people who just don't get it, they're going to be like, look at Melissa trying again. That's exactly what's going to happen. Oh, my God. I know. It gives me or anxiety I, thinking or about I it. Wish, or I wish she, like, comes back and, like, starts doing all the events at her place. She does everything. She just doesn't invite her, her you know, her sister-in-law. And she still, you know, participates, like, amazingly, but she just doesn't include them. Yeah. I hope. Yeah. I don't know. It's just, it's a lot. It's. I just, from what it's looking like, you guys, they're all coming back. They're all yeah, coming back. after tonight's episode, I don't see how you would want to ever talk to your sister-in-law again on both ever. sides. Like, ever. ever. Like, mm -hmm. she literally, the way she's mocking her, the way she was coming after her every second, like, why would you want to? Well, it's funny because that you say the mocking thing, because Melissa starts mocking Teresa's namaste, and she's like, namaste, your asshole. Like, she thinks nothing, like she did something there nothing she ever says lands like it's not funny oh like gosh. when like when jennifer says things it lands it's hilarious it makes it's sense. quick it's witty exactly when you say namaste your asshole namaste namaste yeah not like shut up I, wait i feel like that's what a 12 year old would say i feel like a 12 year old would be like yeah well namaste your asshole and it's exactly like, okay and then you have her bffs laughing thinking it was funny it was literally not Nothing's funny whatsoever funny oh my gosh it's so bad do you see her Instagram story, by the way? No, oh, remember she yeah. blocked me? I know, I know. No, so I have never seen a housewife do what Melissa does to try to prove that she is this 
it girl. So she'll repost the same two fan accounts who say Melissa killed it at the reunion. The reunion ratings were amazing because of Melissa. <laughs> Chantel, it's so fucking cringe. She's so bothered because only someone who's insecure feels the need to share that, to make themselves feel better, to make other people think it. If I could find the nom she what did she say about the namaste? Like she made this like comment about like the namaste up uh, up your ass too like stick that namaste up your ass or whatever that comment that she made yeah like that's another thing that she does where she thinks like okay look i'm making these great comebacks people are gonna post it because she keeps sharing like oh melissa's so quick with it melissa with the comebacks and it's like you even had a stupid ass comeback about oh yeah if i could shove the namaste up your butt and i'm just like oh my god this is so embarrassing it's like it's really another cringe. thing and it's like wait what yeah, what I don't really understand it. I sort of would give it to her. If she came came back with something good, you know, you would give it to her, but she really does Doesn't. not. And then, like you said, she just has Margaret, her hype woman, who's like, yes, ha, ha, ha. And I'm like, oh, my God, uh, stop it. This is so much. Um, well, Jackie and Jen Fessler come down, came, come down. She, they came out and <laughs> I, <laughs> I loved seeing Jen Fessler. Andy says Jen Fessler looks different. She says she got a facelift, nose job. I think there was more. Oh my gosh, she lost weight. She did her chin. She did everything. It was really scary. I mean, she owns it. She's a breakout star. She's absolutely going to be back. Jackie, the but crazy, I, but the crazy thing is, is that like to me, she doesn't look that different. So it's like you did all that, and you don't even look that different to wait, me. Wait, is that weird? I thought the same thing. Like yeah. Andy was like, Andy literally looked at her and he's like, "You're a different person." And yeah, I was but like, it's wait, because what? he, it's because he knew that she was getting all these things done. Like I think she was very vocal about it. So I think it's like in his cards to like she, yeah. make a comment about it. She dead ass looked the same to me. Yeah, she looked literally the same. Even her nose. She said she got a nose job. I'm like, it looks the same. Yeah. I, was, I think her nose was bad before. Jackie does get asked questions, but I don't remember anything. All I know is Jackie's not coming back. And I swear, I feel like if Jackie remained cool with Jennifer and, you know, was still close with the other girls, I feel like she would have had a shot. But she literally just followed anything that the other girls said and did. And then, look, let's see if Melissa and Jackie will still be friends after she gets the axe. Because exactly. she's not going to come back. Yeah. She always does it to anybody that's on the mm -hmm. show. She X's them out right away. Yeah, where's he asked, Tracy? He asked, her, he asked her how she felt of being a friend of that, the Housewives. Yeah, and said, Yeah, and she was like, you know, it's been a little difficult. Like, yeah, because you're not in the drama. You feel you feel excluded. Right. That's on you. And that's what you got. You, you made your bed sleeping it, girl. They ask... Wow, that's so weird that I said girl. I feel like I'm <laughs> listening to you too much because you always say that at the end. You're like, girl. <laughs> they ask about um, Melissa saying she wants to call her ex-boyfriend drunk. And she's like, it was just fun. And Teresa knows her brother was definitely not happy about that comment because growing up, basically, anyone with a brain can see that Princess Gorka is a jealous man. And Melissa says Teresa's trying to twist a fun comment. But you're a married mom of three talking about calling your ex while you're drunk. I mean, that is weird. And why does she have to talk in that voice to prove her point? It's almost like she needs to make it like it's the craziest thing ever said. Yeah. And it's like, have you read your own book that you wrote about your very jealous husband? And you are a very exactly. jealous girl. So when, why would that not be a comment that would make him a little bit mad? I'm sure Teresa knows her brother. You know your husband. He would have for sure. We know him. We know we him. That's a weird comment. Him. You've been married for over 18 years, 15 years, whatever, how old Antonia is. And you're going to say, I'm going to call my ex. After 18 yeah, I'm years, that's like I'm weird. Call my ex. 
Yeah. Yeah. You, because you guys, you're drunk. It's not funny. I, I really don't understand how that's funny. You guys need to go on All About Cherry Chin and see the interview we had with her ex-boyfriend. Um, and your ex that doesn't even talk good about you. So it's right, like, what? Like, right, why would you even exactly. think about him? Yeah. Yeah. Um, that was so ridiculous. Melissa talks about twisting, but then tries to compare Teresa calling Jackie a see you next Tuesday and having kids seeing that to Melissa talking about calling her ex-boyfriend. I, I don't like, there's no comparison there. It's two complete different things. Like, I think, I swear I think my in kids. general, like don't even bring up the kids for it. Like who cares? But it was just yeah. weird as a wife to say that you, yeah. you're saying that as a wife that you've been married for over 16 years. And then you're making a comment about because you're because you're drunk and you think it's funny about calling your ex it makes no sense and then melissa it's not so- fun- it literally is not funny and margaret's yeah. like it was so funny and then i think of even dolores and then i think even dolores said i thought it was funny it's like dolores pick a side pick a I side know. please i know and melissa so badly wants to be Teresa that she starts using Ter- Teresa's one-liners on her um and it's just scary how melissa is obsessed with the show melissa starts smirking after using Teresa's liners again thinking like because she does that ha ha funny get it it. like you know like how Teresa always yeah that. oh wow again, yeah and again she's like thinking like she did something by mocking Teresa's iconic lines and it's like I'm sorry that you don't have any iconic lines that you have to then repeat Teresa's it's so cringe thanks for reminding the world that Teresa has all these iconic lines that we all know about exactly we see the guys walk in and it's interesting um because it's weird like the guys are divided and it's just like are we like this isn't your guys' show? This is weird. It's a yeah. Lot. Why did they put them in two different dressing rooms? Like what so to get them amped annoying. up to come out My and like God, at each other? It's so like weird. Yeah. yeah. Did you see how Frank said it's not like you have family to love to Joe? Like being funny. Yeah, Frank. We'll get to Frank, okay? Because okay. yeah, I don't know. There was Mama has Frank- a lot to say about him, huh? I know, I know. I, I absolutely do. There was some talk about Margaret. Chantal, do you have anything to comment about Margaret? This was before the like. Margaret, uh, where's the storyline? Where's the yeah, storyline? Because, none. like, it's you talk about, you know, the death of your ex. You talk about, like, he asked you about his kids. It's like, you then why aren't you seeing this on the show? Like, why does it have to be people to ask you these questions? Well, the, the, the death and the ex did happen after sh- um, the filming got wrapped. So, of course, and then, like, her to say, like, Oh, yeah, we talked every day. I heard from um, his girlfriend, um, not directly from his girlfriend. It's just some tea that's been out there that the girlfriend's like, okay, no, they do not talk every day. I don't know what the hell she's saying. So that's a bold statement to say that they talk every day. And like, let's not make it about you, sweetie. He's gone. Um, Rest in peace. Which is sad. Yeah. Yeah. Rest in peace. There. Um, okay, so Andy asked Margaret why she has a problem with Teresa and Jennifer saying that it's better to have her as a friend over an enemy, but she doesn't mind when Jackie says it and then even makes it her tagline. And Margaret says that Jennifer and Teresa were making it like that she's not a good person and Andy presses about Jackie saying it. And Jackie says that she's not saying Margaret's a bad person. And literally, Teresa or Jennifer also didn't say out loud she's a bad person. But, I mean, a lot of things Margaret has done and said would make anyone think she's a bad person. And Teresa says the only reason she said it was after hearing Jackie say it. And I was like, good job. Yeah, seriously. And I'm so happy, like, Andy did bring that up while Mm -hmm. Jackie was on stage and said, literally, they said the exact same thing. What's the problem? Yeah. and Because there is none. 
And yeah, like I said, I was so I was shocked that Teresa did say, "Yeah, I'm repeating what Jackie said." And then you have nothing to say. And not only did she repeat that, she literally he asked, like, "Okay, what has she done?" She literally names three things that she's done. She yeah. brought she brought up the whole, you know, the reason I found out about Jackie and Evan was because you told on uh, Melissa, mm-hmm. Melissa told Joe, and then it came to me, you know. So mm-hmm. she really did. And you come see how back. Melissa denies that when of course that's literally the case. I can't, you guys, the lies. They bring up Laura, and by the they're way, they're so told- scared of each other. It's yeah, like, I know. own it. I swear, like, where is Lisa Renna when you need I her know. on a show? We did tell you guys about this. This this all came out the Evan cheating rumor on the season thirteen reunion, I think it was, and then Bravo took it all out, which is so crazy, um, because they all like say that it came from Joe Gorka and everything, and then Bravo takes it out, which is like I don't know why they would take that out because I feel like that's very interesting to know. I agree. They bring up Laura, Margaret's ex-best friend of 40 years, and Andy asks Jennifer why she met up with Laura. And Margaret says that um, – and Mar- uh, Margaret says she met up with her at the time that season uh, – or I'm sorry, Jennifer said that the reason that she met with her was because it was the time that season 13 was airing. And uh, she was, like, reliving Margaret telling her about the affair. So that's why she was angry and she went and met up with her. And anyone's in, anyone in Jennifer's shoes would have met up with Margaret's ex-best friend. Anyone. 100%. I don't think there's anything wrong with it. Margaret and Jennifer are not that close. And well, Margaret does and Margaret does point, these though. things. And Margaret does all these things behind people's backs, which we don't know about how she gets her information. So go get some info. Yeah. But it really does make sense. If you're, like, re-watching that and seeing how evil you were about it, I'd be like, hell yeah, let me, like, talk to you. That's fine. Andy reveals that Jennifer had told Melissa about the cheating rumor already, and this was outside of filming, and Melissa said she already knew about the rumor, and that when her husband came back with what Louis told him, that Joe and, uh, Joe, or that Melissa told Joe, or no, I'm sorry, Joe told Melissa, right? It was Joe that told Melissa, like, can you believe how disgusting my sister is? And that's what Melissa told Jennifer. What do you think about that? This has got me so damn confused. Like, what the hell is happening? This is not okay. Like, like they like clearly made some sort of storyline for this to happen. So, basically, Louis told Joe. Joe told Melissa. And then a few weeks later, Jennifer tells Melissa. So now two <laughs> people, right? No, I'm, I'm trying to explain. I'm trying to, like, I'm trying to break it down. So two people, yeah. no, she, two people have told her. Why are you laughing? I know you just said it, but I'm just trying to break it <laughs> no, down. No, I was laughing at your... Oh. <laughs> All right. Sorry, you guys. I'm so immature. Yeah, um... you are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, no, I mean, you have it right. But the thing is that Melissa keeps making it like Teresa told Joe. And that was never the case. Teresa never told Joe. But she keeps and saying that. You know what? Okay, you guys. I don't think it's weird to call my brother. So, right now, if I heard a rumor that my sister-in-law was cheating on my brother... I would 100% call my brother alone and say, hey, come here. I want to speak to you or tell him on the phone alone. Like, why the hell would I want my sister-in-law there while I'm, while I'm like, you know, telling him this rumor or talking shit a little bit? Like, who would want that? That's very uncomfortable. It is so weird how Melissa kept pressing like, oh, okay. Well, if you guys wanted to talk about it, you should have had me there. Because it's like, no, no matter what, you would have flipped out and you would have denied it. And you would have, just like you're doing now, saying that. Everyone is to blame but Margaret. The reason that Louis went and told Joe is because at this point, Margaret was talking to all of his ex-girlfriends, getting tea, releasing videos from the ex-girlfriends, and it was all coming from Margaret. So Louis is now like, Joe, come here. I need to talk to you. 
I don't believe this rumor, but here's what this is. And it came from Margaret. So he's warning them about Margaret. And then they go and they, and Melissa's like, oh, how dare they not include me in that conversation? And it's like, why? You're going to deny it. Like you just have been. You're still going to blame Teresa. You're still going to blame Louie. You're still going to blame Jennifer. You're still going to do what you're doing now. Exactly. And if he felt that he wanted, and if if he he felt he wanted to go up to Joe and say that to him because he felt comfortable to do that without you, that's his right. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that because I literally would do the same thing with my own brother. Exactly. Andy questions why Jennifer didn't tell Danielle that Melissa already knew. And Andy says, why were you telling her not to do that when she obviously knew at the season finale? Andy says, you made it like it was some big secret. And Jennifer says that that was a narrative playing out. Basically saying, look, this is a show I delivered F off. Like, it's out there. I delivered. That's basically what what I got out of that. Yeah, I did too. But, like, it's still not cool. Yeah. But she was doing, like, Bravo's work, basically. And then now you're going to throw in her face. Like, it was weird that they brought this up. But, I mean, it's good for us viewers to know, like, really what went it down. Was, but... Yeah, it was very weird about the Andy, like, getting, ups- getting like, annoyed about it. And it's like, Andy, you love this. And, well, and, and I, I did write something about Jennifer, like, say- saying something to Andy about that. But everyone tells Danielle that she was manipulated. And Danielle's like, did you set me up? And, I mean, again, Danielle went up to Jennifer herself and was like, uh, what else did Laura tell you? I feel like Danielle's really smart and came into the show like, I'm going to target Margaret because no one really does. So she wanted to know everything. Andy kept putting it in Danielle's head that she was set up. And Jennifer's like, would you have liked me to hide it, Andy? Do you like when housewives hide things? Like, make up your mind, Bravo. You get mad when housewives hide things. Then you get mad when they don't. I don't get it. Exactly. But, like, why didn't Jennifer just say to her, hey, by the way, Melissa already knows? Yeah. I mean, I guess she could have. I, I mean, again, like, she probably was doing it for the show. I know. Andy asked if anyone believes the Melissa cheating rumor, and Jennifer says, I just think that Margaret did tell the woman that, and same. I, that's what I believe out of it. Andy asked Melissa who she blames for the cheating rumor coming out, and again, she says, Teresa. She's just looking for a problem Crazy. to deflect. <laughs> I know. She's looking for a problem to deflect from the wedding stuff, and it worked because Andy barely has called out Melissa for anything. Teresa reminds Andy that Louie was the one who said something to her husband off camera, and Melissa says that she also blames Jennifer. Again, no peep about Margaret. And why should Melissa say anything about Margaret? Margaret knows too much. We already know that. Now, I was dying at Princess Gorga behind the scenes saying that 13 years of The Real Housewives and it's never been this way with Teresa. Siri, can you please replace season 3, 4, 5, 6, 10, 11, and 12? Like, these people actually believe their own lies. And Frank is the one that said it's because of Louie. Yeah. Or the only difference is Louie. It's, it's Frank, what are you talking about? Joe has sw- swung at Joe Judice twice. Louie wasn't there for that. Teresa flipped a table. Louie wasn't there for that. There's been so many screaming matches no, amongst all the Literally, the seasons I just named. Louie wasn't there. Yeah. yeah. All, everything. Like, every single thing. Like, even when Siggy was there like all these things the ladies have always been on high and yeah Louis wasn't there so what the hell are you guys talking about right the shift i think with frank came with dolores and polly so yeah it does feel different for you frank but it has nothing to do with louis it has everything to do with polly i, I don't understand how louis comes in on this Melissa and Teresa keep going back. You know what? Good for Dolores. Go ahead. I know. Melissa and Teresa keep going back and forth and they both keep calling each other weak. And Melissa says, don't use my word. Uh, I already used it. 
And then <laughs> Teresa is like, you're fake and phony. And Melissa's like, wow, that's so creative. Like, this is dead ass just a game for Melissa. She just wants to come out looking like she had the best comebacks. All she cares about is fame. And it's apparent when you look at her Instagram stories that she keeps reposting that she's the queen of the Real Housewives of New Jersey, that the ratings are so well because of her, that she's the queen of comebacks. Like, that's what she did. She really rehearsed these things. And like you said, none of it's landing. And what's sad is that they're actually family and she's more worried about getting a one-liner. And it's like, Melissa, the only time you ever get a seat sitting next to Andy Cohen is when you fight with Teresa because Teresa is the only creative piece in your life. And Teresa's wedding special got over, got around 1 million views and you were not in it. So bye. Exactly. Teresa tells Andy they are looking for a storyline and Andy gets annoyed about Teresa saying it. But it's true. And Andy loves this storyline, so I'm confused with Andy. I know, but, like, the way they were going at each other, like, I really would don't, don't blame him. Like, I would have lost my mother freaking shit. The way that they were going both, it, they yeah. were childish. No, I get that. I did think it was annoying, but I feel like he took his frustration more out. Like, on, on the other side. Yeah. On Teresa, on Jennifer. Oh, she's going to stop talking, all that stuff. Like, that's the stuff that I don't like. Yeah. Teresa says she can't wait to not look at Melissa's face again. And y'all, why was Louis shirtless eating chips? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Louis, why? Uh, oh my gosh. Uh, Frank brings up how Louis fucked him this year. Keep in mind, Frank and Louis were on great terms in the end of February when we saw them at the event. And they actually have had lunch in March together. But on April 20th, Frank feels fucked. And we can tell you that Frank believes that Louis had a smear campaign against him and that Frank lost a chance to have a show because of Louis Ruelas. Because now Louis has power over TV networks. I'm Again, so glad that this guy has so much power. It's actually right. crazy. It's amazing. He should run for he's, president. He's smart. He's a genius. Again, I like Frank. But this is what I don't like. Then they try to drag Frankie Jr. And Frankie Jr. already told us exclusively that, quote, he doesn't know why he's getting dragged into it, but he had a great experience. And it's like, if you know Frankie Jr. wants nothing to do with it, and this is all for a show, why bring your son into it? Like, come on, guys, wake up. This is this smear campaign that Frank is saying makes zero sense because literally the same things about Frank have been out there for years and he actually had positive feedback except being associated with Princess Gorga. But people typically like Frank. So the smear campaign did not exist. I can't. Yeah. Bravo lover, um, one, two, three, four. She comes off so cringe this reunion. My God, she is just the most unlikable human. They ask about Angie, the coffee reader. Um, as we know, she was the nurse from No No, and Jennifer tries to explain her version of the endorsement stuff, and Andy doesn't let her. They do say that Angie was again No No's No No's, uh, or wait, was it No No? It was No No's no, no. caregiver. Yeah. Um, and Melissa that never came to the hospital to see him, and no one's surprised. And Melissa's like, Oh, of course, and it's like. Well, but you didn't, though. Just own it. You did not. So it's fine. Seriously. Anyways, Andy won't even let Jennifer finish. He starts screaming a question while Bravo Lover1234 is hyping him up. And it's like, go away, you weirdo. Just go away. Please come back a new person or don't come back at all. You are so unlikable. You and your family. Because it's like, if you don't like it, then stop talking. Or right. don't like, come. Like, so why are you over, here? She's so over the drama. She's so over them addressing things. Why are you on the show? You died to get on the show. You literally change your entire look to get on the show. You and your husband. So why are you guys on this show if you're so over it. I'm just so confused. 
Andy talks about Jennifer's children and how Margaret revealing the affair clearly has impacted Jennifer's daughter. And uh, Margaret says she's going to take no responsibility. And she really does suck as a human. First, she says kids are resilient. Now she's taking no responsibility. Again, no wonder her kids don't talk to her. No wonder. Andy then asks about the drug addict comment. And we see a flashback of someone who looks like Margaret's sister. Who was that? I don't know. It was Margaret. Oh. <laughs> so why are you saying that? <laughs> like, I don't even know what uh, scene you're talking about. I'm like, well, she's a sister? <laughs> because it was from, they give us a flashback of Margaret. Oh, when, when she was, when like, um, in like her first season? Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Margaret, yeah, <I'm> <laughs> her little freaking pigtails yeah Margaret basically talks shit about Jennifer for having a lifestyle that's drug related and it's like dude this is a mama five who does it all takes care of her parents yet she has a little help but if you follow her on Instagram she's doing a million things she's not out here partying trying to get famous she's not a drug addict she's actually being a mom wife daughter doing it all so I am actually pissed that Andy didn't press this drug addict comment because it's a freaking huge deal for you to be say, accusing a mom of five of that. I especially if Jennifer, if that. Jennifer made it even a bigger deal, then like what? Like now you guys are gonna talk about it. You're lucky she barely like made she it like the whole storyline. Yeah, she exactly. Oh my God. You don't even know what I would do. I I would have went crazy. And you know what's crazy is like in past season, like Orange County, like when people started doing that and accusing people of doing drugs or whatever. Um, just like you know, like with the Phaedra stuff, when people accuse whatever of like the the drug um pill and whatever happened there, like they don't bring those housewives back when it's made into a big deal. And uh, I don't know, I guess like Jennifer didn't make it a big deal. So Margaret be happy about that because I would have lost it. Now, Jen Fessler asked Danielle what the purpose of her bringing up the cheating rumor was at the season finale. And Danielle's girl, why are we talking? It's been over with. I know. Yeah, that was weird. Like, she, like, asked it, like, later on. And Danielle's like, I wanted Melissa to kill it. And listen, Danielle has wanted to be on the show for quite some time. So she doesn't care. She wanted to make an impression, and I think she did. So she knew. And no matter what, no one's going to be like, that's so dumb. Like, let's move on. It's a show, people. Like, no one's going to do that. And especially freaking Melissa, who's like, this is my moment. I mean, Danielle and Melissa are very alike. Anyway, so we see Frank be the ringleader, which Princess Gorga was living his best life with this. And they're bringing up the Bo Bibido stuff all while the cameras are on them. You guys realize that these men are just so desperate for fame and are trying to control the narrative as they get filmed because they think they're the stars of the show, which is wild to me. Wild. You don't get paid. Sit I down. Know. Half of them don't. Yeah. Frank says, why would anyone have a file on other people unless they know they have a dirty closet? So is Frank talking about Margaret then? Also, Frank recently came out and said that the Melissa fan accounts that Melissa and her sisters constantly post on their story are Melissa's friends. That came from Frank. Cringe, and why are they cringe, so cringe. scared? Why, why are you guys so scared? Like, what do you guys have in your closets? It's right, like, yeah. Let's the way that they're so, file. like, mm-hmm. the way that they're so scared is like, okay, what do you guys have? Yeah. And we told you on our reunion spoiler podcast episode, it's a couple episodes away from this. So if you guys want to go listen back, go listen back or on YouTube where Margaret was going to say that Louis called her 26 year old son at work and they have it on caller ID. And Melissa, of course, says that's some freaky shit. Andy brings and she's acting like she's like, that's freaky shit if that's true. And it's like, Melissa, you've known about this, so stop acting like this is the first time you heard about it. Andy brings up that there is a hacking. Yeah, exactly. Andy brings up that there is a hacking going around with housewives, and this is going around with celebrities. They even did it to Harry from England, and he fell for it. Like, if if Harry's going to fall for it, that tells you something. 
Teresa says if this was true, Margaret would do something about it. And I thought that was a good point. And then, of course, Melissa comes in. Um, and and like, she made it. She made it like she talked to the cops. So then, then do something. What are you going to do? Right. And then Melissa comes in and it's like, okay, uh, Teresa says, um, okay, sister-in-law, because Melissa starts chiming in. And, uh, you know, you just want a storyline, sister-in-law. And I was cracking up. And then Melissa, of course, twists it and says to Teresa, oh, I thought I no, wasn't your sister-in-law. sister-in-law. I know. Oh, no, I'm your sister-in-law? I thought I wasn't. But it's like, wait, first off, Teresa said she's done with you. She didn't say that you were her sister-in-law like clearly you're her sister-in-law but she said she was done with you I don't know where you're coming from that she starts making those voices that you're talking about I can't do it you're a sister-in-law from hell that she can't get rid of exactly Margaret and Teresa go at each other and it's really scary and weird so again we know Margaret talks to Louis ex the one who has a restraining order I have to keep reminding you guys against her for being a psychopath so Margaret starts looking at Teresa and she says he belittles you he gaslights you every day this was fucking scary of Margaret it then was she, so weird I know and then she calls Teresa she's like you pathetic belittled person and it's like okay so on one hand you're saying Teresa is belittled every day and you and belittle I'm, your husband you belittle yeah, your husband exactly and on another hand you call her pathetic over it that's actually sad to people who are belittled every day and mocked every day and you're calling her pathetic when everyone has a situation and to people who are actually belittled on a daily basis they're the victim they aren't pathetic for it so she's like you pathetic belittle like human and i'm just like is she okay is she on drugs like what's happening here and whatever your view is on louis and whatever you guys read in here please tell me on what on what scene what episode what anything that you see him belittle teresa i've never seen it well margaret says that because the ex-girlfriend who has a restraining order from her ex-husband said that oh he used to belittle me and that never happened <laughs> of course andy doesn't call margaret an asshole but he waits until teresa calls her old hag nancy then he gets annoyed with teresa for saying it and asks why she said that then he said you're both acting like assholes and i'm like someone hold me back from andy on this episode i can't take it danielle goes into her dressing room and she tells nate they set me up knowing she's mic'd. And it's like, Danielle, you just said you're not someone who can be manipulated. No one told you to say it on the season finale. You knew something was there. You approached it in Ireland. You waited until the season finale to bring it out. Don't play victim now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You're so true. Like, I'm sorry. That was freaking weird that you did that. She knew she was mic'd up. And it's weird. I mean, Nate is watching everything happen. You don't need to say that. I thought it was ugly of Frank to say that Teresa is trying to be Zen and saying it's not working. Frank, you're currently on my shit list. I know. Like, I, like, what? where did you come in? Like, why all of a sudden are you wanting to make so many, have so many opinions? Right. When you're mad at Louis, so you're going to talk shit about Teresa? Like, stay in your lane, you guys. Exactly. Stay in your lane. Oh, my God. It's too much. When the men come out, Chantel, do you notice John Fuda's face? Oh my God, he, his he lips was like, are just yeah. scary. No, he got cosmetic surgery and for that though. I don't care. But no, where he was like, <gasps> yeah, the way like he was breathing, ready. like you're ready to go. Oh God, yeah, crazy, another crazy, rehearsed yeah. thing. It's like it's like you're ready to go with what? Like you even know what's about to be asked. It's the I only know. reason you're thinking that way is because you guys have practiced. Well, and then and he, he was brought ready that to go. envelope. He and brought that envelope that he never opens up. He brought the envelope. And what's very scary, Roxanne, is that usually the guys, like each guy, gets asked one thing. Okay, one yeah. thing. So what you would have been asked is just about your adoption has nothing to do with anything else has nothing to do with any other cast members just you and now you're ready to go and put it on someone else it's very scary so the theme of the podcast episode or this episode 
is just cringe because I can't take the fame hungry people on this cast who are dying to get attention. Like Fuda Deadass was coming out to play. Most unlikable couple on this season. It's bad. I think in, in Bravo history. I know. It really is bad. Yeah, because you know what? Usually when it's the first season, just the housewife is bad. And I feel like maybe they'd be fun outside of the show, but they came in so thirsty. No, so, she like, does ready. not seem like someone I would ever like, especially the way she gets mad about everything. She hates she hates everything. She everything bothers like she her. She hates drama. Like, what, girls, can we, like, stop with the drama? Like, can we stop right now? Like, you're on The Real Housewives, dude. Get it together. On the previews for next week, everyone goes after Louie. They take this one comment that Louie said about the private investigator BS. They run with it. The private investigator came out and said he was never hired from Louie to get or to go after any of those people. Yeah, Bo Little, the guy said Bo, that, Yeah, right? he literally mm -hmm. said, I did not go after any of those people. You can look. Like, I, I never went after those people. But again, these people, they all came together and they said, how are we going to go after you know, how are we going to go after them? And how are we going to go after and deflect? Because this is like a terrible season for all of us. This is what we're going to do. Fudas, no one cares about you. Louis doesn't give a shit about you. And then do you see Everyone how, like, stop. and then Andy goes up to Louis and he's like, please, no fighting. Like, okay, you're talking to the wrong guy. Please oh go talk gosh, to Princess Gorgo so over true. there. And he did end up saying, like, okay, why are you getting up? Don't get up. And he's like, I'm not. No, like, you need to have security behind him to hold know, him down. I know. Listen, Joe had a lot of confidence against Juicy for some reason where he felt like he could go after him. He gives me, like, kind of scared vibes of Louis. I feel like he's scared of Louis, so that's why he needs backup, which is, like, the boys who have followed him now. I just wish Louis never made that motherfucking comment because then it's like, what would you guys have said now? Like, what would I have, know. They, would they, have they, been None your, of this would have come Your out, reaction yeah. would have been so – it's just weird. So, ugh. My whole I'm thing is annoyed. next season, Teresa, I hope she doesn't even bring Louie in anything. I hope she doesn't, he doesn't come around and people are like, oh, they're having marital issues. Teresa, they, say what you got to say, that he's not coming around anymore. And they, again, in Orange County, I feel like Orange County, they've done that where like if a husband gets like whatever, they, they keep talking about the husband, the husband's like, okay, this is not worth it to me. Like, I don't need to be on the show. Exactly. So. Yeah, that's the episode. You guys, just so you know, we are going to be doing um, a couple parts of an interview with a housewife. So stay tuned for that. We're going to ask on the All About TRH podcast Instagram um, what you guys want us to ask her. We're going to try to get some other interviews as well. So we're going to wait, though, till the reunion is finished because we want everything out there before we do that. So all questions are asked. So stay tuned for that. And then make sure you guys are subscribing to our YouTube. Please, please, please. Also, I know we, I say this, but please give us a review on Apple Podcasts. You just go all the way down where it says write a review. You put the five stars. Even if you have feedback, still put the five stars because we're getting <laughs> a lot of a lot of like weird people commenting because they're like, you guys are biased. You guys are biased. Worst blah, blah, bias, bias, bias. Again, this is where we stand. We have this podcast to say our opinion. This is how our opinion has been since 2012. No one is paying us to do this. I've been saying this since literally 2012. Go back and look at the all about Terry's history if you need to. But thank you guys so much for listening. Chantal, anything else? Nope. That is it. Tomorrow we're going to do Summer House in Vanderpump. Chantal, did you watch Summer House yet? No, I haven't. Me either. I haven't either. And I actually, like, am loving Summer House, so I want to actually recap that. So I need to do it when the kids are sleeping and I can sit down and recap it. But, yeah, so uh, tomorrow we'll watch Vanderpump Rules, Summer House, and we will be recapping that. All right. Well, well have fun, guys. It. We'll see you tomorrow. <laughs> Bye, guys. Bye.
Be sure to check out allabouttrh.com for everything Royal Housewives and Bravo TV. And please make sure to subscribe and follow us on Instagram at allabouttrhpodcast. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.